Welcome, this is Alexander Wolf and you're listening to 17 Academy. And now here today with me is a legend, at least her brand is a legend already. This is Katharina Kurz from uh, Birlo. In case you don't know, Birlo is the greatest beer Germany has and no, it does not come from Munich. So hi Katharina, I'm really happy that you're here. Hi, <laughs> very happy to be here too. So first of all, you have this beer That's called Birlo, without vocals, so it's very difficult to pronounce. <laughs> It is. It's it's part of the concept. It's actually the old Slavic origin of the name of Berlin, uh, right. which which meant swampland. Uh, we thought that fits very well to a beer brand. <laughs> And uh, in the beginning, uh, everybody said, you're completely crazy. Like, nobody can pronounce it. Nobody will find you on Google. Um, but, you know, that's part of the mystery. So uh, it's a conversation starter. So everybody can pronoun pronounce it however they want. And, uh, After the fifth beer, the pronunciation comes automatically. Yeah, or it changes completely. That's uh, also part of the game. So, and uh, well, as we just see, it functions. And you had the idea, yeah? When did you start that? When did you found this? Uh, in uh, late 2014. Um, okay. And it was really out of, a, out of a crazy idea. I was in between jobs, looking for a new challenge. I wanted to do something on my own. Uh, and I was actually traveling in Australia. Um, discovering craft beer there and had so much fun um, trying out all the different beer styles and brands and everything was you know the labels were really creative and the names and, and the beer styles I've never heard of and I thought wow like even though we're so proud of our beer heritage in Germany it's actually really boring or at least it, it is. has gotten really boring it is and I thought okay that would be cool to do that at some point in my life to have a cool little beer brand and, and bring some some fun and, and style back into beer and well that's the classical Berlin startup um, beginning that the drug um, influenced <laughs> idea <laughs> that just escalates somehow and in the end you have a company there and uh, so this was 2014 and where is Berlo today? Well, today we have um, two breweries in Berlin, uh, three gastronomies, uh, and and well, and counting. So mm -hmm. we're planning to do more, and um, I think we're well known, uh, well beyond uh, the borders of Berlin. Um, I think we really managed to to create a great a great brand rooted in Berlin, but um, also, you know, going into retail um, throughout Germany. Um, we're exporting to some countries. Um, Which so countries are you exporting to? Uh, France is our biggest market, for France. example. Outside of Germany, yeah, but, uh, Switzerland, straight. Austria, um, starting with Italy now. Uh, so I think 12 countries now. So you're not in Australia yet? Not yet. So it's not very sustainable to ship beer to Australia. Oh, that's Germany. true. So you have to find a brewery there. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us, or is that secret, how many bottles do you sell each year? Um, or I can well, I can uh, can tell hectoliters. Uh, okay. So uh, we're doing. Um, so this year we're probably gonna gonna do around fifteen uh, thousand hectoliters. Uh, no, seriously, fifteen yeah. thousand. That's yeah. a lot. That's a big yeah, party. I mean, you know what? It's it's very small compared to big breweries, obviously. But but for craft breweries, that's um, yeah, that's a lot. Well, but what you do, you have a vision also. You're not changing only the beer market in Germany, but um, you also um, do that in a very provocative style. You're, you're, um, you're challenging the established scene, the whole brewery scene. And by the way, you became a Berlin love brand in a matter of a few years. Uh, so you 
do more than just doing beer. And you do something for sustainable development goal number five, gender equality, right? Because meanwhile in Germany, everybody knows that Katharina Kurz from Berlin <laughs> has her own beer brand. <laughs> I mean, I didn't found this on my own, obviously. I mm -hmm. have uh, some really great co-founders. But yeah, really, I mean, the, the, the purpose of Berlo is um, to challenge stereotypes yeah. um, around everything. Around beer, you know, beer can be different. Um, uh, around, um, you know, our gastronomy is focused on vegetables, you know, like yeah. a beer gastronomy focused around vegetables. Everybody thought we were crazy. You know, we also have meat, but that's the conscious side dish. And also, um, we really want to challenge, um, you know, everything around as you say, also gender equality, because before that, you know, I mean, beer was such a, uh, also from a marketing perspective, such a male thing, you know, mm. like whenever you would market something towards women, it was either pink or very light True. or whatever, you know, and we just say, The grapefruit okay, beer. Exactly. And that's bullshit, to be honest, because we want to be a gender neutral brand because women like beer as much as men do. Mm. Um, and we think it's just about talking to them in the same way that you would talk to men. Um, so everything we do at Berlo is really um, the way we we talk, the way we communicate, the way we set up our company is really, you know, supposed to be about equality. Um, and I think that resonates really with people and mm. um, we're going to fight for that more. Well, and the good thing is, and this is why I invited you, the way you fight is a very special way and this could be a great example for others who are fighting for sustainable development goals and big visions uh, you don't have a negative attitude to that fight uh, your fight is always very positive you're always smiling by the way um, it's fun to see you fighting And I asked you for an example before we started this, and you have a very nice example, which is just your, your freshest victory in the series <laughs> of, of victorious fights you had. Yeah, I mean, let me take take one step back. Um, I think the beautiful thing about beer is that beer is a connector. I mean, you're, you're a networker, right? And, yeah. and, and beer, for me, is one of the most beautiful things. Everybody has an opinion about it, you know. You True. sit together with a beer and, and ideas develop, and, and it's a very, I don't know, friendship way of communicating. And I think it's it's also a great way to um, to connect different brands, to connect different concepts, and to convey ideas. And um, oh, the, so the, the beer was just a trick. The product exactly. beer is just a trick to do your real thing, <laughs> your real vision, connecting people. Maybe, maybe you're right. Um, and and but that's what I love, you know, like doing doing all these collaborations with completely unexpected. Mm -hmm. um, brands or concepts or people and so one thing that's really um, dear to my heart for this year and very important is well basically 2019 we were um, the only location in our big beer garden to show the women's world cup on a huge screen you know mm. like we've always shown like all the, the the men's world cups and european cups and whatever and we said well actually you know the women's world cup is coming up and nobody's showing it yeah. and we should do that And then we even in TV, uh, they yeah. get the the worst uh, broadcasting time yeah. slots. You know, they're just small reports. You don't just yeah. uh, if you if you're not interested in it, you don't even exactly. know that uh, this exists. Exactly, and I mean, we thought, oh my god, okay, that's a big investment. Will people actually come and watch the games? And mm -hmm. we try to get some sponsors because you know you need to get the screen and everything. It's really a huge investment. So sorry, why didn't you get sponsors? Oh, they were like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But is that German? Is that very German that we say, well, beer and uh, soccer is a male thing or... 
I don't know. I think in general, like there's not enough, um, not enough attention on women's football mm -hmm. um, at the moment, and we want to change that. By the way, okay. so we did it anyway because we said, you know what, it, it the, 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 it's our mission mm -hmm. and it's the right thing to do. And so we did it and we did the investment, and it was a huge success. Mm -hmm. Like the, our beer garden was full of people. It was such a great atmosphere, and so we said, okay, going forward, we have to put an emphasis more on women's football because also that's a stereotype right beer brands big beer brands go into into soccer into male of football. course you want to have yeah. ha you know hairy legs yeah sweaty guys <laughs> exchanging their stinking shirts you know this is exactly. like this is soccer so we had a little bit of a, a two-year uh, corona break obviously on this but um so for this year uh, so it's the the, the euro cup um coming right. up And um, so we're going to have a, a huge cooperation together with One Football, um, which is the biggest um, Berlin-based startup, but the biggest um, football soccer content app worldwide. So far, um, I would say 99% male-centric in terms <laughs> okay. of content, but they also want to change that. And so together, we really want to create a celebration of women's football this year. Um, in our beer garden, you know, we, we're going to do podcasts, we're going to do um, fun games, we really want to create, um, and, and we also want to raise awareness, but we want to do this not in a um, uh, kind of negative mm -hmm. way, you know, where we say, oh my God, like women's football is still so underrepresented, mm -hmm. but we want to change the narrative on this and we want to say, you know what, we, we just have to create excitement and, and passion and we have to bring more people to this and show them that it's it's not it's, it's just football you know it's mm. not women's football or whatever it's mm. it's football and um and i think we can only do this by by doing it in a very positive way mm. and 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 bringing more brands and and more collaborators onto this before we come into the go into the details of what we can take out of this example um so you managed to start with an underrepresented um, niche in sports with no sponsor and a few months later you have the largest sponsor you can have in that niche or in that branch or whatever and so you start from the basement and you go right up to the roof in a matter of what one year let's just deduct the <laughs> pandemic but and that's the great example and uh, yeah. this is the example that we want to spread if you want to address something and if you have a vision Don't get into the negative narrative because nobody wants to hear, you know, oh, this is so bad and, you know, we're representing the the poor and the needy. Uh, people want to have positive experiences. And if you want to build a collaboration, don't come from that um, victim attitude that many people have. And you're the best example that that functioned. But let's go deeper into that because that's what you represent since you started Berlo, right? Um, how can you do that? I mean... If you want, if, if you need something, you are small and you need to collaborate, you need to find big partners, mm -hmm. you are weak, you have a bad position. It's difficult to do glamorous, positive, mind-blowing, world-changing things. I mean, one thing that is really at the essence of this, obviously, is also your brand has to be strong. Right. Yeah. Like if you if your brand does not, um, you know, kind of convey the right things or is not desirable, then then you're not going to find the right partners, you know, so yeah. you have to set it up in the right way. And I think that's what we really managed to do, as you say. I mean, it's nice that you say it's a it's a Berlin love brand, um, but I really think that it, it shows people how different beer can be. And I, I always hear from people 
also a lot of people that don't even like beer, you know, mm. I started drinking Brolo and, you know, so, mm. so because also we're a lot about uh, beer diversity, right? Not just um, mm -hmm. when it mm -hmm. comes to beer styles, but diversity, obviously, um, in everything that we do. Um, and so I think um, you, you need to find the right, I just dare to think differently and, and connect different concepts around your product, even though you maybe think they don't fit in the beginning, right? So, mm -hmm. so for example, what we've done is we've done um, uh, artist collaborations, but not just, oh, can you please draw something on my label? But we've really taken a, a step further, you know, we've we've collaborated with Katharina Grosse, for example, I mean, mm -hmm. hugely successful artist now. Mm -hmm. um, she hand painted basically a thousand bottles for us, which we sold. We we all, we donated everything What to charity. What people do if you make them drunk, it's yeah, incredible. It's great, right? Um, we've done beer for a hip hop band. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's really like uh, reaching out and, and, and giving people an idea and, and having the passion um, mm. behind mm. it. I think that's one of the success factors. So to make that transferable to an uh, NGO working for LGBTQ plus rights in Uganda or having an environmental NGO, yeah. what should I do? I have this uh, environmental NGO somewhere in the world. Uh, uh, Get the right partners. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, yeah, I really, it's, it's about um, who can help you amplify your message. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you need to think about, yeah. um, and and then um, think about how how can this person also maybe benefit from that collaboration or, or bring them also a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me, it's all about collaborations. Mm -hmm. So you really need to think who can amplify your message, who fits. Um, to your mission, you know, mm -hmm. even though in the beginning, maybe it's not that obvious. Um, and how can you really amplify that through these connectors? And something that you didn't say now, but you said before, think of your institution as a brand. Yeah. So don't name it like the initiative for finding water in dry areas yeah. in XYZ country. Uh, nobody wants to have that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, try to build a brand because a brand that sounds good, that looks good, is more attractive for collaborations yeah. in the end. Yeah. And then you can start with artists, even if they don't bring you your vision right now and they don't bring the sponsor directly, but by building up collaborations that increase the the attractiveness is desirability, the, the de desirability. Yeah. I mean can you talk about that with the NGOs yeah you can right yes yeah, you want to get involved exactly I mean Greenpeace is a good example yeah. everybody would wear a Greenpeace t-shirt because yeah. it's a good brand and many NGOs forget that yeah they just put the vision here and then they wonder why nobody wants to put money into that And I think why probably a lot of people shy away from that is because then they think, well, but we're not about marketing, right? We have we have a purpose and, mm -hmm. and we want to stay focused on the purpose. And absolutely. But in the end, everything is about attention and, and span of attention of people. And um, it's important. Like, how do you, you know, how can you create a brand even though, even if you don't want to think about your NGO as a brand? Mm -hmm that people want to work with, that people want to support. Um, and so, yeah, even though obviously the, the work you do on the ground is the most important, um, but the brand behind um, or the concept behind really helps you sell that. And to build collaborations, yeah. which then help you put more work on the ground. Yeah. So in the end, it's all one concept. Um, so let's use the last minutes to something that I rarely do, um, asking you about the future of this world. 
because I have that two minutes left. Um, is Do you think we have a chance, again, at 2030 is in a few years and we haven't achieved very much. Um, now, you, you are a mother. So is there a future for this planet, for humans? What do you think? Oh, I sure hope so. Even though uh, in the last two years, I don't know, some, like, there have been so many negative news yeah. that it's hard to stay positive sometimes. Yeah. But um, I, I, I really... I really hope so, and I think we can we can manage this um, as a collective. Uh, and also, I think the, the younger generation that now grows up, they are so much more conscious about um, about the environment, about inequality, um, and and so um, every company and every brand has to listen to this, you know, whether they want it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. Um, and you know there are those that have the great intentions uh, intentions from the beginning that's also great mm. there are those that maybe are like huh shit I think we have to adapt <laughs> because otherwise nobody's going to buy my product anymore mm -hmm. um, but in the end it leads to the same result right mm. it le leads to the result that everybody has to change their behavior everybody has to think about um, the climate um, how you know can more companies become uh, climate neutral or even climate negative uh, and so I really think that this goes in the right direction, even though we have a lot of backlash uh, mm. all the time uh, when you look at the news in the, in, at the moment. But I mean, we, we have to stay positive, right? And we have to... And we want uh, to stay yeah, positive. Definitely. There has to be <laughs> a reason. We're going to make it. Right, we're <laughs> going to make it. And we have good beer, you know, yeah. on the way. So, um, no, and we get more and more people like you you are productive and in a capitalistic world and everything, but you, you lead your ship, you steer your ship in the right direction and uh, perhaps many others will follow you and this is great. So thanks for, for being this positive example. Thanks for giving Berlin such a great love brand <laughs> and inviting so many people to Berlin and ha making them have a good time. Thanks Katharina von Berno. Thank you. <laughs>